0: In this program you will find answers to all of these questions and more welcome to the account for your life podcast with your host the healthy accountant himself jay moore
1: today on the account for life podcast is we're talking about to change one word could change your life we're also going to actually talk a little bit about um you know this meaning of good and, and and you know and how us men or us you know humans in general could could be good people and actually leave an inheritance to our children's children so look let's jump right into this look i'm gonna welcome you back to another episode of the account for life podcast this is your boy jay moore the healthy accountant helping you to account for your life and i've had some time to to think about i've had some time to think about um This word that we use and I've talked about in the podcast, but today I wanted to dedicate the whole podcast today to this word or the use of or or how why we shouldn't use this word and how it's been affecting how it's been in how it's been infecting our our results, because because at the end of the day, you know, in Proverbs chapter was the chapter 13, verse 23, I believe it says a good man leaveth an inheritance to his children's children. Now, here's the problem. And so this, one, this is where we're gonna hang out. Here's the problem. Not that you can't be a good man and not that you couldn't leave leave the leave the children's children something, but we have to get rid of this one word. And this one word has sabotaged whole families, whole cultures, and it potentially could be sabotaging the whole world so look and recently i got some i I got some teaching on it that really helped me to really know to really know and i'm gonna take us to a verse in proverbs as well another verse in proverbs chapter 23 the last verse the last verse of that chapter here's what it says it says in proverbs chapter actually good man leave with inheritance children children is in 13 verse 22 and then 13 verse 25 here's what it says it says the righteous eateth to the satisfying of his soul so the first thing is when you're righteous when you're in good standing with the king then you're going to eat as much as you want you see this you see that word that's the word we don't want to use that's why i used it So the righteous is going to eat as much as they desire to satisfy themselves. That's what we got to use. And then it also says the belly of the wicked, the belly of the wicked shall want. So what does this, what does this mystery word, what does this mystery word and why is this mystery word in our language today? That's a really good question. Why is it there? The mystery word of want. And then in Proverbs 23, verse one, here's what it says. The Lord is my shepherd. I'm sorry. Psalms 23, verse (laughs) one. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. I never understood that for many years. I, I, I mean, I shall not want. What does this mean? You know, it says that, you know, the belly of the wicked shall want. So. Right now you and I could be conflicted on this on this word because we understand want to be things that we desire when want means lack Now let's let's look at the words The Lord is my shepherd I shall not lack That sounds way better because I shall not lack so why did they put the word want in there It's a mystery word It's a word that that has an opposite meaning to what it is that we think it means when it means that it's our desire and it's not the desire. It's your lack. And then it also says, you know, in Proverbs 13, 25, the belly of the wicked shall lack. Shall lack. They won't have it. So imagine this. So So I want you to imagine this. Imagine a world, your world, where You don't lack anything for anything. It says right there, the righteous eateth to the satisfying of his soul. Imagine a world where you don't lack. How could that actually or how how is that potentially possible? Well, it says that your father knows your every desire. Your father knows that. Your father knows your desire. So what does that mean? Everything has to be the desire of the father, which means that when you have a desire, that's actually what, that's what the father wants for you. See, the father wants to give you good gifts. You know, it says, you know, I think it's in Matthew somewhere. You know, it says that, you know, even, even us men, we give our children good gifts. What more? Like, don't you think the father, would one actually give you better gifts than what we get here in this realm? Absolutely. So just one word, just mystery word of want. Right from right now means that you lack for everything that you actually desire at that moment. When you say, you know, I'm going to write down all the things that I want. You're going to make a list. You're going to make a list of all the things you want. And, and now, I, now I'm not telling you a person can't get past this because people who, People who build the belief, now this is important, people who build the belief, they t- those folks tend to actually get to their desires a lot faster, as opposed to the people that, that continually, oh, you know, this is what I want, but they don't build the belief. You see, you want, this is what I want, this is what I want, this is what I want, and they never build the belief of their desire. Because in your heart of hearts, you have to you have to turn the want into desire, because at the beginning, when you start using the word, the word means lack. You know, I was having a problem. See, I'm having this conversation, you know, with myself, with you uh, because of my own my own problem. And you know, I was going back. I was going back through some notebooks. I've got about seven notebooks that I've written notes in for the past couple of, few years. Probably, I think from 2019. Um, all my 2018 notebooks in 20 2018, 17, 16. I think they're 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 packed away. So the ones that I did for 2019, and 20, and 21. I'm going. I'm flipping through them. I'm flipping through them, and I'm and I'm catching those desires. I'm catching those desires. But you know what? Back then, I was typing, These, this is what I want, 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 this is what I want. Not knowing, see, not knowing full out that, that, that unless I literally change, unless I change from the inside and turn it into desire, the wants don't come. The wants actually perpetuate what you don't have. But imagine a world, imagine your world where it's changed where the desires of your heart are possible. Leaders in business, right? Uh, yes, leaders in business, folks that folks that have a mission, folks folks that know they have a purpose, folks that know they have a calling on their life, people that know that there's something big that's God, that, that God has for them to accomplish in this life right now. I'm talking specifically to you right now. Here's why. Because many leaders, many of us, we allow this lack to perpetuate in our life. We allow it. We've allowed it. We've, we've allowed the obstacles to, you know, to come and say, well, you know, man, it doesn't allow to be able to get there. Like, like, I, like, like I'm in groups and you know a lot of people are struggling, a lot of a lot of kingdom, people who have transitioned, for, well Christians who are transitioning from Christianity to kingdom they're now trying to make sense of their desires because they've been told they've been told that you shouldn't you should they've been told you shouldn't want but realize things like don'ts and do nots what happens is your mind gets rid of the gets gets rid of the negative and then and then it and then it reads it so so when you say i don't want something then what happens is it says i do Lack for something. Imagine you've been saying, I don't want this. But then in your mind, it says, I do lack for this. Do you see the difference in that? I do. I don't want to, to struggle. I do lack. I do lack for struggle. I'm going to lack struggle. I'm going to have struggle because of this one mystery word. This word that has been placed in front of us from the time we were little kids. What do you want for Christmas? Yeah, you would get those desires because because, because your parents are good, right? Your parents are like, man, I got I to get my kids. What it is, because we understood what the word meant. But it's when we have to change and then turn and say, you know what? What is it that I really, truly desire? If I was looking back over my life. If I was looking back and having this conversation with you three years from now, like what would have to happen personally and professionally? You should answer this question personally and professionally for me to feel happy about my progress. In three years from now, in 2000, on August the 13th, 2020, 20, what? Three, four, 25. (laughs) I had to count it right. 2025 having this conversation what would have to happen for me to feel pro- feel feel happy about my progress all those desires no longer no longer focusing on the wants all the desires of my heart you know the desire to to take this podcast and you know have this podcast reach millions and millions of people who are who are looking to elevate themselves within leadership and business um, who are looking to make more money and have you know you know be more influential and have more impact you know i'm looking i know that by then millions potentially 10 maybe 20 30 million people would would know about the podcast and would be downloading the podcast from from all the from all the stations right? That the podcast itself would build a business, right? The podcast would build a business that would, that would literally be, be, leaving a legacy to my children's children, even though I'm still living, you know, potentially if I'm still living, this podcast would go on. This podcast will go on even after I'm gone. That's not going to happen in three years. Hopefully, I'm you know, hopefully God grants me life and that still happens while I'm still here. But what if in three years I'm gone, but that happens? The legacy, the impact, the influence, the business for my children's children, the inheritance that my great-grandkids and my great-great-grandkids would inherit because someone had a purpose someone had a mission someone knew that they were called knew what, knew that they had more they had more to give man like man I I can see that in 3 years I can see that what about you but here's the thing there's 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 potential things that could derail me and you getting to those things What are they? Make sure you write down the the potential dangers, the problems, the issues, the concerns, right? Because if you don't identify the problems, if I don't identify the problems or, or concerns, then I could easily, I could easily fall into lack. And that's not where we're headed. So guys, we're headed to our desire, but here's the thing. We got to get rid of this mystery word because this mystery word, the change, has to occur because we remove it and we then add the desire that the Father has for you and he has for me. Guys, I want to thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Account Feel Life podcast. This is the premier podcast helping leaders to, to, to master the things in life that matters so you can make more money, be more influential, and have more impact. I will see you on the next episode. Peace.
0: Thanks for joining us, listening friends. We are so glad you invested this time with us. Always remember, you only have one life to live. So live it to the fullest. This has been the Account for Your Life podcast with your host, the healthy accountant himself, Jay Moore. Until next time, make it a great day.